This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 318. What if I am the only one? Part one, by Steve Camp of nerdfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of commentary at the end. Now today's post is a bit on the longer side, so I'll read the first half today and then finish it up tomorrow. And that's probably a good thing. I'm still getting my stamina when it comes to teaching. The quarter started last week. I'm teaching three classes this quarter and I've lost all my stamina over the summer. And when we talk about stamina with fitness, my goodness, I need my teaching stamina back. So again, it's a good thing that this post is short. I need to go home and rest. Now don't forget, I answer your questions here every Friday. You can send one in at oldpodcast.com. If you do, you'll be entered into small special raffles to win books from us. But for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. What if I am the only one? Part one by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. It's tough being the only person you know that wants to level up your life. We all have friends, family, and coworkers in our lives who think they're doing us a favor by telling us to, quote, relax, you're taking this too seriously, or come on, just one won't hurt. They think they have our best interests at heart, but they don't realize they're not exactly helping. Recently, I mentioned how to get in shape, and one of the most important aspects of that is support. These are the four types of people that can either be incredibly supportive or annoyingly destructive in your quest for a better existence. If they're not helping the cause, here's how to deal with them. Game on. Coworkers. You see these people more often than probably anybody else in your life. For eight to 10 hours a day, you share the same building, desk, and lunchroom. Because of that, your interactions with them almost play out like a high school drama, complete with clicks, secrets, gossip, and gasp, peer pressure. When a coworker brings in three dozen donuts from Dunkin' D's, he's embarrassed if he's the only person eating them, so he wanders around your office finding other people to help him power through. If he gets to your desk and you politely decline, you might even hear something like, oh, come on, it's just a donut, or really, you can't even eat one donut? These are generally the same people who make fun of you for bringing in your own salad and chicken when they're stuffing their face with McDonald's, Arby's, or whatever. If you happen to be a nerd in IT, then this might play out two to three times per day as people make runs to the nearest drive through I can remember in my two previous jobs, hundreds of instances where my dietary choices, both snacks and meals, were jokingly mocked by my coworkers. Why? If your coworkers are unhealthy and uninterested in getting healthy, then the thought of somebody in their office making great life changes, exercising, and adjusting their diet might make them feel inadequate. Rather than watch you succeed and then feel bad about themselves, they'd rather keep the status quo and drag you down with them. It's time to suck it up and keep your eyes on the prize. Build a thicker skin. For the first few weeks, I'm sure you're gonna get lots of funny looks when you bring in your own meals. You might get made fun of slightly for turning down muffins, candy, cake, donuts, bagels, and whatever else is brought in. However, as you start to transform, the why don't you eat with us comments will start to switch to, wow, did you lose weight? Then, how did you do it? And eventually, can you help me? The beginning is gonna be rough. Be proud to stand out in your office. If you are in an office of people who are interested in getting healthy, try to flip peer pressure into something positive. For example, find a workout buddy to stay accountable during the day or start a weight loss competition at work. Everybody throw in 50 bucks, winners take all. 
or form a running club. Or have one day a week you all cook a healthy meal together with everybody pitching in, of course. Friends, I think this is an issue most nerd fitness rebels know far too well. We're generally part of a group of friends that likes to eat pizza, drink beer, and play the Old Republic, Halo, Modern Warfare 3, D&D for eight hours at a time. These are people that we've grown up with, formed a tight bond with over many years, and do everything with, both in real life and online. However, you recently had an epiphany and decided you want to get healthy. The problem is, the rest of your friends probably have absolutely no interest in doing so. When you say, I'm going running, they'll say, dude, we need a fourth for this raid, or screw that, hop on Xbox Live. When you say, I'm hungry, they'll say, how many pizzas do we need? Or who's driving to Taco Bell? rut These are your buddies, the guys and gals you hang out with after work on weekends. Because they might be lazy and unmotivated, it's way easier for them to drag you back down to their level rather than watch you take off and dominate life. As they say, misery loves company. Well, so do overweight, out of shape, unmotivated people. Fortunately, there is hope. You have a few options here. Some you'll like and probably some you won't like. For example, get them interested. This is usually a pretty tough sell. Let them know that you're trying to live a healthier life and that you'd like their support. Or like with your coworkers, start some sort of challenge to keep people interested. Money is always a great motivator. Or you could go it alone. Accept the snide comments, the rude remarks, and go about your business. They might make fun of you for exercising or running, but who gives a That's what friends are for, to insult you and toughen you up, which is true as long as you look at it like that. Or you could find some new friends. This one is brutal, I know, and I'm not saying abandon your old group of friends completely, unless they're truly miserable and really sabotaging your efforts. It is said you are an average of the five people you associate most with. Why not associate with people that you admire and make you want to be a better person? Find folks who are smarter, stronger, faster, and more successful than you and learn from them. If you can't find them in your town, why not find them online? Family. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, What If I Am The Only One? by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. Now, personally, I could relate to Steve's post. In my previous job, I was a wellness specialist. I worked for a medium-sized college campus, and I would help the employees feel their best. In fact, wellness specialist was in my title. It was right there on my business cards. And yet every Friday, somebody would bring in either donuts or bagels. And every Friday, they would ask me if I would want one. And every Friday, I would say no, which would then be followed by, why not? Or come on, just have one. You're so strict all week. Needless to say, many of these folks who would give me this hard time would be folks I would ultimately end up counseling one-on-one because they wanted to lose weight. So yes, your coworkers can sabotage you. Your friends can absolutely sabotage you. But as Steve mentioned, it's time to stop blaming them. This journey is really about you. So it is up to you to interpret what they're doing differently. They just want you to join in too. They want your company. Think of it that way, but stay strong. For many of us, like me, one donut can translate into two or three, no problem. And that would definitely hinder my workout if I started my morning off with three donuts. So instead of thinking, oh, they're just doing that to sabotage me, think of it differently. They just want you to be involved. They care about you. So if you can, if you are able, 
respond with appreciation, with a little love, and that'll go a long way. Now, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask anything related to diet and nutrition, stress management, exercise, and lots more. Just call and leave a message with your question. The phone number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Or you can also send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com. That's more friendly if you wanna do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And by the way, if you send in a question, a bonus is you're entered into special raffles to win books every month. All right, that does it for Wednesday's episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you right back here on tomorrow's show where I'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.